Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Pardon the Intermission. How's everyone doing? That is Jason and... You're Eric. <laughs> That's right. I had to think about that for a minute. <laughs> Do we know who we are? <laughs> Do you know who you are? I, I don't know. I've, I'm. You know what? It's the holiday season, and I don't know a lot right now, except right. that you know, I got to buy a couple gifts, and I'm just trying to keep stuff in order, right? Yeah. It's and chaotic. You know, and you know what? I kind of feel like I'm off my game a little bit, because it's been two weeks since you and I last uh, did uh, last got on the air here for True. Part of the Intermission. Yeah. yeah. Since we both were last behind the mics here, I came down with COVID. Relax, people. Uh-oh. uh-oh. I, I'm okay. I'm okay. Regardless of what Anthony Fauci would have you believe, I was not <laughs> on a respirator in a hospital clinging for my life. It was just like I had the regular cold. I was congested. I had a sore throat. I ran a fever and chills for the first night. But after yep. that, thank you, Pax Lovid, because that stuff really works. Yeah, wow. But okay, so that stuff, so you took the medicine and it was, I did. seemed to w- help wipe it out. Good. Yes, it did. So, yeah. yeah. So, since since we were last together, I had COVID, and then you were busy with family stuff. And like you said, yeah. it's a silly time of year right now being the holiday season. It's crazy. So, yeah. It's, it's crazy. But yeah. we were able, I mean, you know, it was tough to get together, but we're we're back at it. We're, we're right. able to get back in the studio. I'm excited. I'm geeks. Yes. We've got a lot of stuff to, uh, to hit on today. Yeah, we're going to talk about some uh, entertainment news and First up here is, uh, I, you know, actually in two weeks it's been it's been nuts with uh, DC. I know there's My been God. like so much happened. So yeah. uh, tell us what the heck is going on with DC? If, All right, if, for those out there that maybe have been in in uh, in a complete holiday haze <laughs> and not paid attention to any <laughs> entertainment <laughs> news. Right. Okay. So for those of you who may or may not be aware, James Gunn. Uh, is now the head of the DC film universe. And if that name sounds familiar, that's because James Gunn directed the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies for the MCU. Well, if you recall, several years ago, James Gunn uh, switched sides and jumped the ship, went over to DC so he could make a couple of films for them. One of Mm -hmm. them was The Suicide Squad. Not the first one, which was titled Suicide Squad, but the second one that had John Cena in it called the Suicide Squad. <laughs> and yeah, I know, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, hence the problems with DC there. I, I, I think but, we can tell how it's going to go just yeah. from that. But anyway, so, go ahead. Anyway, long story told short, James Gunn um, has been appointed head of DC after Walter Hamada, the former head, got ousted. Mm. All, obviously, all of these creative issues uh, ran amok. They were just having so many problems um, yeah. locking down stories and getting quality directors, not named Zack Snyder, to do the films. <laughs> So anyway, James Gunn finally was brought in to be the head, basically be the Kevin Feige of DC. Yeah. What makes this very problematic is that James Gunn has angered a lot of us DC fans by saying, okay, we're just going to break this down and build it back up. So what that means is we're going to see some new Batman origin films. We're going to see some new (laughs) Superman films. And this comes on the heels of Henry Cavill who it was announced not too long ago as being out as Superman, which over a month ago, Henry Cavill said, Hey, I'm coming back. He for a was second. in, he as, was Super- in as Superman. Yeah, he yeah, came yeah. back for a man of steel film and yeah. in the movie black Adam, he was in the very teaser at the end. 
So, which made fans happy because they're like, yes. "Oh yeah, another another Superman right, is coming, exactly. another Superman yeah. film." And, I, yeah. and me too. I was geeked. I'm like, "Oh great, we get to see another one." Yeah. Well, not so fast, everyone. James Gunn has come in. He's broken it all down, and also this means that Gal Gadot is out as Wonder Woman. Yep. So we're going to have a new Wonder Woman film as well. Don't know what the future of Aquaman's going to be because the second Aquaman Aquaman's film out. is he? No, I, I don't know for sure. I'm, I'm just I could I could bet oh, you okay. right now. I, I could bet the bank that he's going to because it makes sense. Like you're saying. He's yeah. cleaning house. The thing is, is that right. James Gunn is coming in and he's cleaning house yeah. and he wants to start fresh. Yeah, you know, do the scorched earth thing and let new growth happen, yeah. right? Yeah. But the uh, just I think where you're going with this, the problem is, is that yeah. In the meantime, he's 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 pissed off a lot of the fans yep. that do like these characters. Now they may have not liked the movies so much, but you know, I personally myself, I liked Cavill as Superman. I thought yeah. I thought he did a great job, and I yeah. think he has more story to tell. I wish he had. A better stories yep. that he was in originally, yep. but hey, okay, yeah. whatever. You know, the past is the past, and he has more stories to tell. Yeah. I think Gal Gadot. I think she was a good. I did not like eighty four. Eighty four sucked. Uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah. It was not a good movie. <sighs> no, the first movie was good. It was yes. okay. Yes, the second one was really bad. Mm-hmm. I think. I think they. I think she herself was a good Wonder Woman, though. I think yeah. that they blew a chance mm-hmm. with her. She was really good. She fit the part really well. Yeah. You know, obviously Jason Momoa. He come on, the guy is Aquaman now, and and he he does a good job. Um, I know they're probably going to release Aquaman too they because mm-hmm. they've got too much money into it. They're just probably they're using a little more money to wipe out the Amber Heard scenes. But other than that, hey, take all the money they want. What to was do her that. character in that? Uh, Mira, Mira, Mira. Yeah. yeah. So they want to get rid of Mira. But other than that, they got to make some kind of money. They're even going back and saying that. Well, we may release the Flash. We're not sure. That's what I heard. At least was the latest. I don't they know are. about you. They're going to release the. They're going to release it. They they have to now because they've already done all the the Batman scenes with Michael Keaton returning as Batman. But so. see, they're they're going to scrap that too, though, right? Well, they're gonna they're gonna release the Flash film because it's already done. Yeah, they've actually gone back and they've redone some uh, post production edits and everything. So as far as I know, the Flash and Aquaman two haven't been affected yet. Uh, okay. I think those are still on cue to be released uh, sometime next year or towards the end of next year. But you know, I noticed Eric in the in the article that you shared earlier today that one of the reasons why Gunn wants to do this is because he wants to make the DCU and DC Comics more copacetic. He wants to make yeah. the both of those... Uh, the, he wants to basically do what Marvel did with, with their product. And mm-hmm. that's what hasn't been done with DCU before during the Zack Snyder regime is, is he went off and told... Um, the, the, he relied more on the effects of these movies to be a block o- box office blockbuster, and it didn't work that way yeah. because we saw different versions of these characters. And so, yeah, James Gunn has us angry just simply because of the fact that, here we're again, we have to say to ourselves, great, here we go again. Well, yeah, and, that, and that's exactly what I was thinking uh, uh, reading this article, I, you know, is that, you know, okay, that's fine. You know, he wants to start fresh, and I understand that point, but the bottom line yeah. is that how many times can we watch... Uh, uh, origin story of 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 uh, Superman, of Batman, you know, of and, and those are the two main characters. And then now we're gonna have another Aquaman origin story, I assume, and another mm-hmm. Wonder Woman origin story, another Batman and one. And, and the problem mm-hmm. is, is that you know you end up spinning your wheels. And this is the whole thing with DC is that they 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 haven't had direction before. And I think, nope. and 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 okay, that it is what it is. But I think the problem is that you can't 
now have all these new origin stories and think you're going to build a Marvel universe because you're not because a lot of these characters have already been set up solo anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yep. wasn't I wasn't all geeked out when I saw all these characters in one movie. I'm sorry. It was cool with Marvel because the way Marvel did it was genius. I mean, they laid down the origin stories. It's not like they had 20 Iron Man stories. I mean, they right. basically had right. one. You know, uh, right. and and so they laid that down, and then they incorporated that into the Marvel universe with all the other characters, and it worked great because yeah. they had a plan from the beginning. DC is is at where it's at. I mean, but there's nothing you can do. I don't know how you can just all of a sudden you can't just plop a bunch of characters down and say we're going to put them all together in a movie and start you know from here mm-hmm. go. At the same time, if you try to do origin stories for each one. Not only do I think people have kind of superhero fatigue anyway yeah. in the movie industry, but yeah. and and but at the same time, you know, they're not going to want to sit through another Superman, another Batman. You know, let's find out where they're coming from. What are they going to do with with uh, Pattinson? I mean, he had a great Batman, right? There was a yes. For so all are they going to get purposes. rid of him too? I mean. Remains to be seen. You know, and I, I like him as as Batman, and that mm-hmm. this is the problem with, with that James Gunn is going to come up against. And I'm not saying he wouldn't do a great job, but I think he's you know he's he's coming up, he, he's getting rid of characters that people already like and identify with, mm-hmm. and he's just completely getting rid of them and trying to start new and make those connections. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the audience is is going to be. I mean, I'm kind of rehashing what I said earlier, but I don't think the audience is going to be as open to connecting with new characters. Of the same characters that they've seen yeah. for the last twenty years. You yeah, know? you're you're absolutely right. It's going to be a very tough sell for both Gunn and for DC. Uh, I will say this: that DC, I thought, made the right choice by bringing in James Gunn mm-hmm. because first and foremost, he is a filmmaker, and DC's previous problem is that they had comic book guys running their film division. Mm. Kevin, the reason why Marvel's films have been successful is because Kevin Feige was brought in as a producer, as a filmmaker. He wasn't a, he didn't work in the Marvel side of, of the comic books. He okay. was, he's not a comic book guy by origin. He's a film guy by origin. And that's one of the reasons why theirs worked is because he relied on the comic book guys to tell him what the stories and the content material was while he translated it to film. With DC, they had Walter Hamada and Jeff Johns. Two guys who come from DC Comics, mm. artists and writers try and tell the film stories. And that's, I think, where DC kind of fell off the ledge and where they couldn't pick themselves back up. It's, it's a different media so medium. It, it uh, is. Uh, you know, comic books to film. I mean, yeah, a lot of things is. don't translate, mm-hmm. you know, in both of those worlds. Right. So, it, 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 yeah, it's a very fine line. That's a complete, but, I love that point. Yeah, yeah that but, but like you just said, though, too, Eric, it's going to be a tough sell because we've already been through this as fans. We've already been through this rodeo more than once now where we've seen different Batman films. We've seen different Superman films. We've seen different... Uh, we've only seen two Wonder Woman films. We've only seen one Aquaman film thus far, with the second yeah. one coming up around the corner. But the point is now is that James Gunn is going to have a very hard sell to the fan base. And it, in the article here that you shared with me, it says he's going to release the full DC slate sometime next year. I would not be surprised. In fact, I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that he is going to wait and hold off and release this slate at uh, probably Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con next July. Mm, interesting. Be- not only that, but because I think it will give him enough time 
to organize what he want, what movies he wants to tell first and mm-hmm. what he wants and how he wants to arrange them on his own timeline very similar to the way Marvel did it with their phase one two three four so on and so forth yeah you know and also he I think he also said that uh, these new movies are going to focus more on the characters and the content from the comic books so they're going to stay more true to their source material than what Marvel did. Because Marvel did deviate from a little bit of their source material and the way that the characters were depicted on screen and mm. the way their stories were told. Well but but you know but that that's that's really just a given too because you know we're and like I said, those are two two totally different worlds. <clears throat> yeah. And and you know a lot of times, especially too, you can't combine, you know, all the characters in there. Sometimes you have to you have to combine characters into one yep. character in a movie because yeah. you only have a limited amount of time to tell a story. You don't have yeah. multiple volumes of books, comic books to do that. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll see how true he can really stay to it. Um, the other thing is that, um, you know, people, I, I think he's going to have another hard time because people, it's going to get tough. People are not going to go see Aquaman now because they know Jason Momoa is gone. Yep. It, it's like a dead end. Why go see a dead end movie? I mean, they may like enjoy Aquaman or enjoy Jason Momoa. Okay. Then they'll go see it. Flashes, you might as well just, they might as well dump that. Because, you know, why go see that when they know that, first off, Ezra Miller's got his own problems, but right. he's not even going to be the Flash anymore <laughs> anyway, so that's a yeah. whole bundle of, of issues. And then at the yeah. same time now, like I said, it's, it's a dead-end film. Well, yep. They're going to go see it just to see Michael Keaton? I mean, I don't, I don't buy that. Mm-hmm. So I think those two movies are already dead in the water. And then to, and then to bring the all-new life, you know, people with all the streaming and stuff and the kind of world we're living in, people are very, especially if there's a recession, people are going to be very, very tight with their money and what they go see. And, they're, and, they're, and yeah. it's not going to be just, hey, let's just go put up any kind of crap on the theater and they're going to go or screen and they're going to go see it. People are going to be very, very, uh, very, very stingy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and they're going to pick specific, and I don't, you know, and he's going to, I don't know, unless he pulls, you know, some kind of magic out of a hat on this one, I don't see people necessarily going to, like I said, rewatch all these origin stories again, mm-hmm. just to maybe be think, well, here we go again, DC, you're going to pull the rug out from under me right when I get attached to these characters. Yeah. So, and, and, I don't know. And, it's, and, it's tough. And this is, and for me, as a comic book fan, as a pop culture fan, as a fan... Two of my favorite comic book characters of all time are The Flash and Batman. <coughs> Excuse me. To me, as a fan, this is the last chance for DC. Mm. This is the last chance for them to get it right. Because if Gunn comes in, and let's say for argument's sake, he makes it worse than than what it was before he took over, to me, there's no salvaging these characters then. Because mm. we're not going to want to have somebody else. And again, I'm just stating complete hypotheticals here, folks. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say for hypothetical purposes, he comes in, completely torpedoes the whole thing, and it just goes to hell in a handcart. We're not going to have the patience to have another guy come in and say, okay, here I am. Now I'm going to go ahead and take over DCEU. We're going to do another Superman film, another Batman. And he's like, no, 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 no. So basically, it's James Gunn or nothing at all. And I'm, yeah. pr- I'm praying to God because I actually like James Gunn. I thought he did a good job on the first two Guardians of the Galaxy films for Marvel. Mm. He has a very creative and, and um, a very artistic way of telling a story on the big screen. So I'm hoping 
that this works for DC because DC's characters and stories are a lot more complicated to tell on the big screen. They have more origin to them, but they have a lot more depth than Marvel's characters do to some extent. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why it's been so hard making them as successful film adaptations because they're so a DC was so quick to churn out a blockbuster. B, they ignored the deeper stories that had to be told. And C, they brought in a previous guy, Zack Snyder, who (laughs) is very good with special effects, but was like George Lucas with the prequel films, relied on the special effects to tell the story, and it completely just bottomed out after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me ask you this question. Now, you're a fan of the comics, right? See, I've I've never been into the the just comics in general. I just never grew up like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The question is this then. Okay, so as a fan of the comics... Yes. um, do you think that DC characters actually work better singular, singularly on film? In other words, not all together. I know Marvel is a different story. Marvel, like I yeah. said, they were able to really weave that universe, mm-hmm. and they had a game plan from the beginning, and it worked <clears throat> so well. Yeah, James Gunn, he's not proven that he can do uh, what uh, What's-His-Face did over at Marvel, right? Yeah, Kevin Feige. Uh, Kevin Feige, thank yeah. you, mm-hmm. uh, did at Marvel. So, do you, But do you think, though, that their characters are actually better when they're just on screen by themselves without, without all the other characters together? Yeah, I do, Eric. I think to some extent... For DC, because we're just talking DC. Yeah, right? for DC, I think they are. Because with, Super, with Superman and Wonder Woman being the exception... Uh, well, not the exception, I shouldn't say that. We've seen, like every comic book... Marvel and DC, we've seen different um, manifestations and different incarnations of these characters over the years. They've been adapted to fit the times in which we live in. But with DC's characters, I think they do work better on their own sometimes because they, in in and of themselves, have very complicated storylines and they have lengthy storylines. Mm-hmm. Like The Flash, for example, one of my favorites of all time. Mainstream DC fans know that the Flash, the first Flash was Barry Allen, but there's also been a Wally West Flash. When the Flash first came out, he was, um, it wasn't Barry Allen or Wally West, it was uh, Jay uh, something, or I forgot his last name now. <laughs> but the point is, is that we've had three, there have been three different versions of Flash told in the, in the comics. There's been a couple of different, mm. and really what what turned what changed for DC is when they went out and did something called the New Fifty Two, where they went back several years ago, back in the early thousands, and they re re released fifty two of their number one selling issues of all their popular characters. Okay, n- not only to reinvent them, but to reinvent interest in them because in the late eighties and throughout much of the nineties. Batman took a toll, Superman mm. took a dump, and really, and it wasn't until the death of Superman comics came out, and then the sub- I remember that. and then the yeah. subsequent reign of the Superman comics came out after those, and then we saw the death in the family Batman series with with Robin's death, where interest started to build back up in those characters because of those comics. And when DC came out with the new fifty two, they reinvented those characters for a new generation. And okay. so th- and so as a result you have some new lengthy storylines out. You can easily tell four or five different quality movies just by focusing on Superman alone, just by focusing on Batman alone, mm. Wonder Woman, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And this will also I think give them a chance 
to bring some of the more um, obscure characters that we're not necessarily familiar with to the screen, like Green Arrow, for example, and Green Lantern. and Well, Green Lantern's well popular as well, but also Cyborg and uh, Hawkman. Mm. So those can eventually lead to another Justice League film at some point. But yes, I think they're better as standalone films rather than large group um, collaborations like with Avengers and stuff like that on Marvel. Yeah, like you're saying, because you were saying the Marvel characters are more uh, surface and the DC is, is more deep. The, yeah. Just the characters and the, the origin stories and, and all those things. So yeah. yeah, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting. Well, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, we we you know we're just a couple guys giving our opinion here. We right, don't, exactly. You know, we'll, we'll have to see what happens for sure in the in the in the DC world. And and yeah. I think you know James Gunn. I mean, he's talented. He'll do what he does. But you know, can uh, like I said, can fans of DC hang on for that? Hang on for another another change, another turn. You know, it it, like, it will definitely be interesting. But yeah, I'm predicting that. San Diego Comic-Con in July is when okay. James Gunn will probably come out with the whole slate of films. Yeah. And so we, and this story will still have some traction to it, especially when we find out who they're going to recast as Superman mm. to replace Cavill, and then who's going to be the new Batman. But until then, I think, I think Gunn is going to make the big... Uh, reveal at San Diego Comic-Con. Diego. Well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to put this out here right now, and yeah. I'm going to say that uh, San Diego Comic-Con, I don't know who, who runs that, but they need to actually, because of this uh, prediction from yeah. our man uh, Jason here, That's they right. need to you invite us down there so we can do podcasting live and uh, and see if this does come true. So hopefully yes. the Comic-Con, uh, San Diego Comic-Con will invite us. And I, you know what? Yes, I'm putting them on the spot right now. Those two guys are still with us. I don't remember their names, but we, we need to do that. We need to reach out to them to know, hey, my prediction right here on Pardon the Intermission. We need to have a live, yeah, live coverage down there, and 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 if James yes. Gunn shows up, then we need to we, we need to, we need to bring him in and interview him in and say, okay, right now you're gonna you're gonna announce it right now on our on and our podcast. interview the actors who are gonna play these characters, <laughs> the new actors. So yeah. yes, I hear you. I, I cheer well, on that one. You know, okay, here's the other thing, real quick, and and I wanted to we, we got a lot, a couple of more things to talk about, but uh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. we get off of this completely, <clears throat> yeah. what the heck? What do you know? What the heck is going on with uh, Henry Cavill? I mean. This Witcher thing, it's like the minute the minute that that uh, uh, you know the Witcher he he left the Witcher because I guess yeah. there was issues with source material there. Yep, and he didn't like where it was going. Then all of a sudden, you know, Superman he thought he had Superman and that's gone. Now that's he's gone. doing this uh, Warhammer Warhammer thing for Amazon Prime. Do, what the heck is going? Why why did they seem like they're trying to cancel though? Because it keeps coming out like, mm-hmm. oh, he said this and he did this and and then they're saying no, they're lying. I never I never did you know that stuff and people are backing him up and it's a big soap opera over there do you yep. know have you heard what is going on out there do you know i you know i don't know the ins and outs of what's going on there my best guess can be that um henry cavill i think got himself and this is just my opinion i obviously the only person who knows what really is going on here is henry cavill yeah but the way it's from just based on the way it sounds it sounds to me like henry cavill had a lot of verbal yes i do's to some of these projects mm. meaning that none of them were really solid firm handshakes into being um cemented casting decisions for like the witcher and for warhammer and for man of steel because like well for example for man of steel 2 up until a couple of weeks ago when we thought he was coming back, there was no definite um, assuredness from Cavill that he was going to come back, and he had remained noncommittal to it for so mm. long. There was some he said, she said going back and forth, both from him and his agent, that 
He wanted to reprise Superman. His agent said, well, he wants to maybe go out and do something different. And then the James Bond casting rumors popped up. And so that had us thinking, okay, well, what's going to happen if he gets cast as James Bond? Well, now you're hearing all this going on. It sounds to me, Eric, like he went into meeting rooms and sat down with casting directors and producers and directors and said, great, I'll do it. Just call me and let me know. Yeah. So in other words, they didn't give him a contract and he didn't sign, <clears throat> excuse me, on the dotted line. That's what it sounds like to me. Well, and, and, he, and he's a very, I mean, he's, he's in very high demand right now. Yep. And so, and with all these rumors flying around, I could kind of see where he would maybe want to keep some options open because, yeah. I mean, that yeah. happens all the time. You know, these guys will sign on the dotted line and then, you know, you hear about, you know, years later you hear, well, so-and-so was supposed to be, yeah. you know, James Bond, but he was, because I think it was Henry Cavill was supposed to, that he said he really had a, a prior, it was a little young for the role at the time too, but I yeah. think he also had signed up for something else that he was doing and, and he yep. couldn't couldn't quite commit. Right. So, you know, there's that kind of stuff does happen. Yeah. But it just cracks me up how, you know, it's like this, this guy says all of a sudden this stuff's coming out about it. he said, she said, they said, we said, you know, especially right. and it seems to be around this Witcher project. I got to if, if it is true that he kind of walked away because they weren't staying true to the source. And I do and I do hear that he's a big fan of like video games and of these mm-hmm. type of, you know, it's not just yeah. like he doesn't know this this material. And uh, um if that is true, I mean, my hat's off if he if he did say, listen, you guys are taking this the wrong way. Because yeah. I've been disappointed a lot in, in, in shows. I mean, we both have, right? Where it's yeah. like, wait a minute. You know, you see these characters just go off the rails compared to what they're supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and exactly. I understand differences, a little bit of shakeup, but not completely yeah. off the rails. And it's so, hey, my hat's off to him if you truly did, you know. Money, money, money as well, I Walk think. away and, you know, and say, listen, it's not the integrity of the character and, you know. <clears throat> Yeah, so. I I think money obviously plays a part in it too. He sure. probably got a much better deal from Amazon Prime to be in this Warhammer series, mm. and, and maybe with the source material problems that Witcher had. I mean, who knows? It could have just come down. Well, to Amazon a, better be careful. They're they're dumping money in all these projects, and yeah, right. Well, some of them aren't panning out. Right? They they scored big with the Lord of the Rings uh, series. They did well with that. They did well with another one with the. Uh, uh, they've done well with the Jack Ryan um, mm. series that John Krasinski's in. But you're right. I mean, it's it's a case of. Uh, it's a case of... Um, they could Netflix themselves. They could Netflix themselves, yeah. <laughs> so you're right. Amazon Prime, be careful. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, um, uh, it is the Christmas season, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I showed you a trailer. A trailer. Oh, my God. And it seems to be a trend. It seems to be there's this trend. So there's this movie out there that I uh, just wanted to let you guys know. It's in select theaters, and it actually came out, I think, December 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Mean One. And it's, mm-hmm. it's basically, the premise is it's the Grinch retold in a horror movie style right so Lovely. so apparently little cindy lou has her parents uh whacked by this grinch you know and uh she comes back as a grown-up right and uh you know i'm, I'm not giving too much away. come on it's just it's just your typical you yeah. know slasher film but and she comes back as a grown-up and uh now she's got uh you know she's got a, a debt to settle with uh, the mean ones apparently so. i saw the trailer she has some serious postal issues she's going through here <laughs> because she comes back it's, in full force well it's kind of like linda hamilton you know meets uh i don't know meets jason or something right it's, it's like sarah like, connor meets jason yeah Borges, there you go right? sarah connor yeah, the actress is Lindell Ham- Lindel Hamilton. Yeah. I, I saw the teaser that you shared with me, Eric, and I, the first thing that ran across my mind is, what is it with all of these violent Christmas movies now? <laughs> we have Violent Night with David uh, Harbour. Have you seen that one yet? I haven't seen it yet. I, no. I got to watch that no. one. I want to see that one. I haven't seen it yet, but I will. 
I yeah. will. Uh, but we have and you had that night. Santa Claus one with Mel Gibson. That was kind of violent too. Yep, and I can't then, remember what that was called. I don't either. There was also it came one out that, last year. There was a one that came out a few years ago called Krampus. So I'm sure, oh, we've all Krampus, seen Krampus. Okay. Yeah, and then you have, and then you Violent Night, and then you have this one. I'm like. Uh, We've now gone from the season of hope and joy to the season of blood, gore, <laughs> and dismembered well, uh, characters. I, I think what this is is that this is kind of a take. Now, during Halloween, we talked about it on a previous podcast. They yeah. had uh, Blood and Honey, which was the retold story honey, of, yeah. or or the extended told story of uh, basically Winnie the, Winnie Pooh, the Pooh, where he was left out there in the hundred acre wood by himself, him and his and his buddies, and things went wrong. You could say that. Um, so <laughs> this they seem like there's a trend now. So they've got the Grinch yep. now, where yep. you know the story we've been told isn't exactly the right story. Right, right? and it's, I got to yeah. tell you, it honestly, honestly, God, it looks hilarious. I, I, I mean, want to watch it I so bad. Yes, I, I, I hope it too. streams soon. I mean, I, I don't oh, haven't I'm heard sure of, it I haven't heard of, in, in our area. I haven't heard of it being in a theater, but. I, I do. Either. I do want to see that. So, yeah. Um, hey, um, also real quick, yes. I wanted to talk to you about uh, Spirited. I know you haven't seen it, no. um, but it is the holiday season. Yeah, it's a movie with uh, Ryan uh, Reynolds and, and Will and Ferrell. Ferrell. Uh, kind of took me by surprise. It's uh, it's a musical. A musical. Yeah, that's what took me by surprise. I'm watching. It, I thought, okay, it looks kind of interesting. I didn't know much about it. Didn't even really read. But basically, it's it's a Christmas Carol, kind of okay. retold. It's, okay. it's it's changed a little bit. Sure, sure. But Will Ferrell plays. Uh, I think it's the gross of Christmas present. Okay. And you know, and you kind of see it's this whole operation. Like there's all these guys working behind the scenes to do this, and they like select sure. a person, and of course, Ryan Reynolds, a perfect person to play you know, kind of the Scrooge character, right? Right, right. And, uh, but yeah, but it's so funny because it is, it's it's basically, it's not a full musical, but yeah, they've got musical numbers that are that are huh. uh, in there. It was really a surprise. I got to say, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So uh, my review is that for anybody that wants to see okay. uh, Spirit, Spirit. To see, see a new Christmas movie, a little bit different, okay. you know, take you to a different place. You're tired of watching It's a Wonderful Life and uh, Christmas Story all the time, you know. Hey, I just finished Try watching. This one. I just finished watching Die Hard last night, and then I watched oh, Long, really? Long Kiss Goodnight this afternoon. So not I'm watching Chris, all the Christmas not classics. Not a Christmas movie. See, yes, here we go. We're going to have a we're we'll gonna have get a debate. Into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so okay. anyway, that, that spirited. would be spirited okay. is a good one. I didn't know Will Ferrell could sing. Does he, uh, sing? he does, yes. Will Ferrell can sing. He can sing, kind of. Wow. Okay, that, now I'm definitely going to watch Yeah, that. well, okay. I, I say kind of. I mean, it depends on what your definition kind of singing of. is. Oh, great. <laughs> so, got it. Okay, got it. Hey, um, you know, in, in our area, we had a story about a guy named uh, Kai the Hitchhiker, the hatchet-wielding oh, hatchet yeah. hitchhiker. And you, mm-hmm. and you posted a story, and I read it, uh, yeah. about what Netflix is doing. Can you tell a little bit about here real quick? Got yeah. a couple of minutes. Yeah, just a couple minutes. So Netflix is coming out with a documentary about this really weird guy called Kai the Hatchet-wielder, and he made national headlines a few years ago uh, when he went on a killing spree with a hatchet. Well, he didn't go on a killing and, spree. Well, right, so, right, okay, so, what, yeah. so what happened is he had he had gotten... Okay, the strange story real quick is that he had gotten in a car. He's hitchhiking. He's a hitchhiker. Yeah, yeah. He got in a car with a guy and this guy... Um, was talking about how he's Jesus and and he's gonna uh, yeah. rid the world of, of of certain people and the guy I mean this yeah. literally happened to the guy we're not making this isn't a movie we're making this up nope the guy runs into another while the, while the hitchhiker's in the car the guy rams into this uh, truck utility truck pins yeah. a guy in there goes out yeah. there tries to starts getting him 
Then he goes after a lady that's nearby. That's so right, this that's guy right. Kai had, I guess he had a hatchet because he's a you know a hitchhiker. He's living off the land. Yeah. He goes over and he knocks <laughs> this guy, this big guy, with a hatchet to get him off the lady to save her life. And he made and he was like an internet and a YouTube sensation, sensation. because everybody posted and he's like, I had to smash him and smash him and smush him and yep. and he made all this stuff. Made national headlines and they eventually caught him way in New Jersey. I think it was, didn't they? Pennsylvania. But Pennsylvania. Thank you. Yeah. This was years later and this is after though. He was implicated in a murder. That's, this guy Kai was implicated was in a murder yeah. of of an elderly gentleman, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of weird stuff around this. But I guess the police found it, and with some some security tape and stuff, yeah. they ended up uh, catching Kai, and he's literally put, locked away now for yeah. this murder, right? Yep. He is. But you sent me the article about Netflix, and what are they doing? They're making a documentary, basically about. <laughs> They do it. I, 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 they're they're looking for ratings. I guess I don't know. I, it's just they're putting Fresno on the map. I so, guess. Yeah, okay. So you're let you're, you let the cat out of the bag where we're from. But it, it's Sorry. it's like what is no? That's okay. But it's like what are these guys? As I just said in our area, what are these guys? What what are they doing? Netflix. I mean, they're they're so hard up for for material source material that they right? got. I don't know. There can't be much in this story. What is there in this story? I, I don't, don't know. know. I guess it's just the way the guy. You know. You know, Eric, with so much, honestly, just my take, with so much emphasis being put on mental health nowadays, mm. we've seen a lot of crackpot cases over the years. I mean, not only with this idiot Kai, but we've also had the Marcus Wesson. For those of you who are familiar with Fresno true crime stuff, we had this oh, yeah. uh, Marcus Wesson, uh, which we'll get into. We can talk about it at a much later time. But the point is, is that I think just because Netflix likes all of these really weird, twisted, true crime documentaries. Yeah. They heard about this guy, Kai, and they said, this guy, he has bent six ways to Sunday. Let's do something about and, it. And let's not just, hey, let's not just say our area, because listen, trust me, there's a lot of twisted people in different areas. Too, All over the, the U.S. Across yes. the country. But I'm sorry. If you guys get a chance, check out on YouTube, Kai, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker, and you'll get a, yes. a, a clip that he was on the news where he talks about smushing and smashing this guy. This guy's actually hilarious. And that, this happened back it. in 2012, too, by 2012, the way. 2012, 10 yeah, years 2000, ago. Yeah, yeah. 10 years so, ago. So, anyway. Hey, um, guess what? Uh-oh. There's our cue. That's our cue, guys. So, hey, thank you for listening to us. Uh, please like and review the show. It always helps us out. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors about us. And tell your frenemies. Tell everyone. Tell everyone. Tell Santa Claus. That's right. And, uh, yeah, do your best to uh, spread the good word about part of the intermission. And and you guys enjoy your holiday. Happy holidays. And we'll see you next time. Merry Christmas. God bless everyone. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.